This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, hope you, you're wrong. Hope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. It's Tuesday once again, and it's time for the Wrestling Open Forum show. I am your host, Patrick, sitting right here with my co-host at Triptych Studios. His name is Christian Dutch. Yo, 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 what it is? I gave the full name for you. I know. I well, bet some I'm people don't even know who name. I am. I, I owe a lot of back taxes. Not really. <laughs> but yeah, so. All right, do you sound okay? I think I sound pretty good. I think I sound yeah. pretty good. You do sound pretty good. Yes. I think about your voice when I sleep. How about how about my mom? This is not wrestling related. And if if you uh, well, first ten minutes usually isn't so. Yeah, if <laughs> if you if you're listening to this, we are a wrestling <laughs> podcast, a wrestling live show on Tuesdays. You can listen to our podcast. It transition into a podcast on Wednesdays on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I just search okay. Wrestling Open Forum Show, subscribe, and leave us a a nice note. But right when we were about to go live, at seven like 7.01, because I was a little bit behind, because I was making me and Dutch some pre-workout drinks, because we're both dead tired. Because of this past two weeks. Yeah, dude. I'm, it's, it's been a struggle lately. We've been hustling, bro. We have. <laughs> We've been hustling, and it's, it is a struggle. We're the godfather right now. Yeah. The only thing we're missing right now is Bobby. <laughs> but it, just to keep the energy in the room. But we have John Cena. There yeah, it is. That's right. Size with us again, our John Cena do do do. Kid. Man. You want to be kid or man? Man. Man. Whoa. John Cena. Man. I think you're growing up too quick. <laughs> Come here. Sing this. Sing this. Uh, what, what are you singing? Come here. Come here. We need everybody to hear this. Yeah. This is this is what we, this is what you get with our uh, John Cena side. No, no, back. Backstory to I this. Asked him. Okay, go ahead. No, what's the backstory to this? That. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come. Here. Come, Come here. So I said, hold on, say, so I said, you want to be called a boy or man? He said, a man, and this is what he's saying. I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. <laughs> yep, and that's why he's the coolest kid in the room all the time, right? <laughs> yep. That that's was a high five. Swag. All about nice. the Benjamins, all about the Benjamins. <laughs> Dude, when he said that to me, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I got but, them Benjamin so, Franklins. <laughs> so we're about to go live, and... uh my mom texts me about an Avett Brothers movie. Ooh, it's coming to the Jimmy Theater in Kannapolis. Those of you who don't know, we are, we are we our studio is located in Concord. Our studio is located in Concord, and uh, Kannapolis is like right beside of us. But from Concord is the Avett Brothers, who is a bluegrass band that's gotten pretty popular. Whoa, whoa, that's an understatement. Yeah, they're okay. more than pretty popular. So they're, they're they're huge. They're pretty renowned. They are. And uh, they're doing a live, not a live, uh, our show's live, not this isn't live. They're doing a movie, like a documentary film about them that they're showing at the gym theater. Is Only two like, shows, 7 o'clock kinda, and 9.30. Is it going to be like the rise of the Avid Brothers or yeah, something? Yeah, it's just going to document how they got there. Like It's a documentary on them and all this stuff. I can't remember the name of it, but it's online. You can see the trailer online. Straight out of Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm. basically what it is. All eyes on them. 
I love it. They were, By the they way, they got put in North Carolina Music Hall of Fame this year. Really? The Ava mm-hmm. Brothers already? Brothers. Yeah. Holy crap. Dude, it's amazing. But enough about that. We're here to talk about wrestling. Good old wrestling. And uh, Dutch, carry it for a minute so I can get the number. Okay. Um, I just want to say that is this weekend, um, I don't think my phone is ringing. My phone is ringing, but I think it's my store. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. Is you that think the we store's sh- number? Yeah, it is. Oh, they're calling into the podcast. Oh, man. Here I we go. Know. Here we go. Hold on. But uh, the... It just hung up, so I don't know who oh. it is. I know who it is. So if you want to call back in and you're listening to it, you can call in if you want. But I doubt okay. that they will. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I was trying to buy time, and that threw us way off. I did we're not expect organizing that. This, but we, like I said, we're dead tired. She's going to hang with us. And if you can uh, call, let me get the number for you. <laughs> while while I'm getting the number, you can follow us. What I was going to say, our... there's been a lot going in the wrestling world today, or not today, but the past week. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be like everything's revolving around Cody. It seems to be. I just, he's so polarizing, dude. Everything he does, it's like it just attracts him and he gets the headlines and he's the news for the past year. I agree. Like, or let me, let me do it this way. Past year and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm I mean, uh, I mean, there's only one thing that was bigger than that. I just got to say it. You can't throw all of our topics in I'm the not, first. No, we're not even going to talk about this. I'm just saying my favorite thing from last week. Uh-huh. Was the return of Sheldon Benjamin. Of Sheldon freaking yeah. Benjamin, baby. I was like a little girl watching him. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was so, so happy. There I was, heard people hated his interest music. Yeah, because it's Is not, ain't no stopping me now. Yeah, oh, they didn't that. use that? Mm-mm. Why? No idea. <clears throat> Did they come out together? Uh, No. They came out separate. What does that do? What does well, that do? they're not a team just yet. Oh, okay. It's more, trying, you know, trying it authentic. Out. Yeah, yeah. Which right. I think they're going to be fine, but there was one part where uh, Shelton or Gable was holding, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was Victor O'Connor, but he was holding him, and Shelton just kind of looks at Gable and pushes him <laughs> and just starts wailing on him. Push on <laughs> not, Gable? Not on Gable, oh. but like one of the Ascension members, and I was like, well, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were supposed to do. <laughs> but uh, It might be the miscue. It might be like them trying to show that they're not. Probably. That's what team. I was thinking. All right. So now uh, we're all organized. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't even know any of the topics. Dutch's got all the topics in his head, and he's going to just throw them at me. So hopefully we'll get some truth out of us. And, like always, every show we get the topics thrown at us every week by our callers. I love it. And you can call at area code 980-330-1256. That is 980-330-1256. You know what? It's 709 now. Let's go ahead and open up the phone line. So phone lines are open. And hopefully Dutch knows how to control him. I will. And if he does his job right, then we will talk to you if you call in. That's 980-330-1256. As I was saying before, you can follow us on Twitter at Open Forum Show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have like five or six followers. <laughs> Trying to make it a 10 before the end of the month. So if you we can get contribute. 10 to be nice. If you can contribute, 10's a milestone for us. <laughs> we'll, we'll do something in your favor if you're the 10th one. Yeah. I don't know what we'll do, but if you are the 10th follower... Me yeah. and Patrick will do something for that we'll tenth person. If we get if we get ten followers, uh, then we will switch to a video format, some form of video format next week. Ooh, that's awesome! Yeah, 
Yeah. And then you get to see figure, our mugs. Try to figure it out. Yeah. Then you get to watch us and watch Sai climb around on the ottoman behind us. <laughs> like it's a mountain. And quit jumping, Sai. <laughs> That's all he does. Is all he does is jump on stuff. So, uh, you ready for that That first topic? Um, yeah. Well, if you're, li- if you're not listening on the Spreaker app, that's Spreaker with an R. Spreaker with an R, yep. You can listen to us on Triptych Media, T-R-I-P-T-Y-K Media dot com backslash W-O-F show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. W-O-F show. So backslash Triptych Media, T-R-I-P-T-Y-K Media dot com backslash W-O-F show. And even if people right now, if you don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. You can still call you can in and learn a lot. And if you have a question, ask us. Like that's the whole purpose of this show. We actually had a guy two weeks ago that wanted tips on becoming a wrestler, and uh, he leaves for China next week. This week. This week. Yeah, it's this week he's leaving. So, good luck, Christian Carter. Yeah. Good shout ask out us to him. Anything. Ask us anything. Yeah, literally do. Because when you ask us, then we go on a tangent, and then I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that makes for our good show because we're not organized enough to plan <laughs> no. an entire show ourselves. I don't think we – well, usually we know our topics, and then, well, if we come over and we filter through for like three or four of them, and we're like, all yeah. right, we're going to use these. But we never get to use them. No, because people always call in. Absolutely. So, just for the record, one more time, if you're listening. If not, I mean, we'll say it again. It's 980-330-1256. Phone line's open. Dutch, hit me with the first topic. All right. So, first topic. This one is a little weird one, but – I'm going to ask this, we'll discuss it, but I actually want to know how you feel and something else added to it. But let's go ahead and just say it. So, Cody Rhodes has announced that he is no longer going to carry the world title or the Ring of Honor Championship unless he feels like it. Mm -hmm. And he's introducing now the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor. Like it's an actual ring. That he's going to wear on his finger instead mm-hmm. of carrying the belt. Like a mob boss. Yeah, like a mob boss. That's a good way to put it, actually. Like, do, you think, do you think his thought process behind it is he is going to be like the mob boss of the Bullet Club? It's kind of a cool idea, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like I mean, the way you put, like, I don't put it. I don't put it past Cody Rhodes. I don't. No. Dude's a genius, and he's coming up with amazing things. And the fact that Ring of Honor lets him do everything he really thinks of. For the past year and a half, yeah. he's been kicking butt mm-hmm. and really taking names with this stuff that he's been doing with the American Nightmare and just kind of molding it into his own. He's done really, really well. So <clears throat> a lot of people think that this could be the next step in the evolution of wrestling. Like, I don't know how I feel about when people say this could be the next step in evolution of wrestling. I, I don't know if I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm not open to change. I'm always open to change yeah. in wrestling. Always. Always, always, always. You have to be. Mm-hmm. So what my question is to a businessman of wrestling, what do you feel and how do you think of an evolution of taking away something that wrestling has used for a hundred something years? 120, 130 years for uh, a belt going to a ring. Um, I think that, I mean, the a belt, I'm, I mean, I don't know the, like, my interpretation of the history of a, of a title belt in any sport mm-hmm. is to show that you're superior. Sure. 
and in professional wrestling, a, a state that is that is like choreograph not choreographed is written mm-hmm. is produced scripted uh, is scripted yeah. uh, to make money because uh, just like you see the UFC, which I don't care what anybody says, I'm not, I'm not going to go off on this tangent. But I'm just going to say, yeah, the UFC doesn't make as much money as it used to. No, because it is not scripted. I say that to every because single person I get in a fight with, and every because, argument like fist fight. <laughs> oh, like verbal fight. Verbal, verbal fights all the time about okay. that. Go ahead and I'll and tell you. I mine. say that uh, because injuries. <sighs> yeah. Failed drug test. Yep. Fights not going the way they should. Yep. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you had to. It's it's a shame. Wrestling is the sport that. I mean, yes, they dip into bringing NFL people in before. They dip into this mm-hmm. and that. Sure. But they had to. I mean, and not take anything away from Mayweather and McGregor. Yeah, I'm definitely to, not going to take anything. They had from to them. build an MMA star against a boxing star to get some kind of buzz about both sports. They really did. Bo- boxing is dying as yeah. it is. I mean, that's that's and that's, that's you, what I told everybody after I watched that fight. Yeah. And I'll, I'll answer your question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all building to that. Sure, sure. Go um, ahead. After I watched that fight, I was like, I rem- that that is the feeling that I used <laughs> to have when I watched a boxing match. Like, I, like I really wanted somebody yeah, yeah. to win. Yep. You you kind of knew who was going to win, but you, this other person, there's no telling. This other person, person could get lucky. Sure. Boxing doesn't have that anymore. No. It's like, oh, okay, they're just going to go nine rounds and or 12 rounds, and yeah. it's going to yep. be a decision, and this is what this is. And you don't you know the decision is going to be fixed by how Vegas odds are. Yeah. So, so yep. nobody yep. loses money, and it's just, it is yeah. what it is. But, uh Back to the belts, I think the the belts were created for recognition in professional wrestling, to show the to it's it's an object that is big enough and substantial enough to show the crowd who who is the top dog. In like the promotion. it's supposed to stand out. Exactly. If you have a group so, of guys, if you have the Bullet Club, and uh-huh. I'm not saying anything wrong about Cody, like that's one thing I I don't do is I don't down Cody because like you said. I've been on this train that he's been on, and I'm loving it. I'm loving every bit of what Cody does. So, Oh, he's amazing. So this is the first time I've actually looked at what Cody's done, and I'm actually kind of like I step back for a second, and I kind of view what he's doing and think about it instead of just jumping all over well, and going, yeah. Cody, Cody, Cody. So I'm like well, – I think it depends on the big, the big picture of what he's trying to do. From the big picture of what he's trying to do, it's a matter of um, – I'm trying to think of how to put this. It's a matter of do – how can I put this? This could be something carrying on his uh, free agent gimmick in Ring of Honor. Sure. Yeah, yeah. To the point of almost a, a Naito. Yeah. Like we've talked about. Uh, where Naito doesn't – he doesn't care about belts. And he, he throws – he tosses them. the belts. Yeah. Same concept. He, Cody Rhodes can be like, I don't care about a belt. I'm going to show you. I'm going to. I'm going to one class you. Yeah. Like up class what you think is the top of the class. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to get a ring. Yeah. Similar to Hall of Fame rings. It's kind of similar like, to national championship rings. Yeah, it's kind of. I was going to say it's kind of like when um, when John Cena. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's almost like when John Cena um did the spinner belt, and a lot of people. Were very very pushed back 
by yeah. the spinner belt. At first, it was embraced with the U.S. belt. Mm-hmm. I like the U.S. spinner belt. I thought that was a cool concept. Yeah. But then when he, I, I like when that happens when you kind of do your own spin and stuff on that. Uh, so I think this whole Cody Rose thing, like when he's champion and he carries a ring, I like that idea of him doing it. I don't want it to happen where everybody has a ring. Or they get rid of a belt. Well, my thing is, if you uh, like at first, I'll t- I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a story, and then I'm gonna go into what I would do if you're cool with that. I'll Absolutely. tell you a story, yeah. and then I will go into uh, something that I would do with a ring. Like if you want to incorporate a ring into wrestling, professional wrestling, like a national championship ring, I'm gonna treat it like a national championship ring. Okay. So, story is, I used to wrestle. I wrestled for PWS. Before it was PWX. It was CWA, then PWS. What was PWS? And Pro Wrestling uh, Showcase. Premier Wrestling Showcase. I knew that. That's yep. what it was. Yep. And uh, when we had a TV title, and Tyshawn was running it at the time, and it was and it was me and a guy named Mike Lee, who, shout out to Mike Lee, I love Mike Lee. <laughs> uh, me and him were going back and forth, and Ty incorporated like a medal mm-hmm. for the title. Okay. So it was just like a ribbon medal. Just oh, like he did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what he wanted to be the title. He didn't want to get a belt. He wanted it to be something different. Yeah. So he wrestled for a medal. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like, I don't <laughs> understand it at all. Like, yeah. if I should have a belt. Yeah. Mike Lee should have a belt so people can know that we are the champions. Yeah. And that that. So medal, when you were tag champions? No. When we were wrestling for the TV title. Oh, the TV, okay. But the yeah, TV yeah. title, okay. instead of being a title, the TV title was actually a medal. Just okay. Like a, just like Olympic medal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, not as big. Not it did nothing engraved. Just a simple like medal you buy at the trophy store. Yeah. And by the end of the run of that TV title, before it got a belt and it was just a medal, yeah. that medal was so over, it was insane. Really? Yeah. And it was so fun, like after you win, like holding up the medal. Yeah. As opposed to holding up a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got so fun with it. And I mean that could happen with this. But that's like that's when I tell people like don't don't discourage thinking outside the box because it could turn into something big. Absolutely, it could but be. You could let yeah. it run for a couple yeah. months and see and, what happens. Yeah, and if it doesn't, have somebody steal it and tear it up and or throw it in a, throw it in a river or something like that, and it's over. With. And you know what? That's that's a good point that you put on there too because in the world of wrestling. You can always scrap something. Oh, in a, the in a next second. week. Yeah, yeah. Or you can be like, that, oh, during this, the show, you think you're this is the best thing ever. Oh, God, it's taken all. Oh, it's thrown into a river and it never <laughs> be seen again. And it just didn't work. And like, even if somebody was like, and that's the cool thing about uh, about wrestling and this whole the ring thing and the belt thing. Like, Cody could go out there right now and he could go and say, "Well, this is the end all be all right here," and he could get no response from that crowd. And then somebody in the back could go, dude, we're bombing. And then be like, hey, Daniels, go out there right now, take that ring, tell Cody, I got to take this ring and do something to it. Just run off with it. And then there you go. Like I said, you got a storyline with it, and then you don't ever have to see that ring again. Like, you can improvise so many ways right now with this ring, and I think there is a lot to be told with this ring. Because the whole purpose now is... The whole thing that they want to get over is Cody getting people to kiss the ring. Yeah. So, and he he made the guy uh, that came out to deliver the ring to him. He made the first guy uh, kiss the ring. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to make everybody kiss this ring. And then he was like, let's do an example. And he kind of like puts his hand out. And he's like, 
kiss my ring. And the guy was like, are you serious? <laughs> and he kissed it, too. And then he got a fan like to kiss it. it. He got some chick to kiss it. Of course, she was cute. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody throwing his charm out there. But I like. But it's like. Go ahead. On top. Well, that's that's my take on that. So, uh, applaud to Ring of Honor for allowing Cody to try something like this. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Like you have to try it, and it might catch on. It might not. That's the beauty of our of our business, of our business, their business, yeah, uh, yeah. Their, comp- their company. And a lot of companies won't do that. A lot of companies won't mm-hmm. take that step. Sure. So kudos to them. Uh, number two, and anybody is free to steal this idea because I doubt we're going to do it at PWX. <laughs> uh, this is a idea I just came up with when we were talking about it, when you were talking about ring because I didn't know anything about this until you told me right before we went on air. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because you, I do if, so, if, I do so much. Uh, keeping up with wrestling when I'm not. No, it, about it's it. funny because people will always ask me when I do my. They're like, "Man, you and Patrick know a lot about wrestling." I was like, "No crap!" Like before, like that whole week, I, I I like study on my page, but the real wrestling that I do is like the day, like the day before, yeah. like today. Actually, I'm at work and I'm like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool," going through this and everything yeah, because that's when it's news. fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like to sit there and go, "Ooh, I like this." No, if something because something could happen today. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, but, we don't we don't prep at all. If as you can tell by our intros every time. That's the best the way to thing do it. Did to do, the only thing we did today to prep was drink these pre-workout, pre-workout drinks. And holy crap! And we are we are rolling now. I feel good. So I can feel it in my lips. So <laughs> where I was is any, anybody can steal this. You can have it if you want it. Ring of Honor can have it if they want it. You're welcome. I'm gonna take what Evolve started as. And I'm going to build it into how you can incorporate like a, a champion, like a, a championship ring. And what you do, and and uh, like Chikara does something like this now. So mm-hmm. does AWE and down in. Uh, I really like Chikara. Uh, Atlanta, yeah. which they don't do it right, but they do it. Yeah. Um, they do seasons. Hmm. So you do a season. And okay. it, and it doesn't it doesn't have to involve your heavyweight champion or even your like say if we did it in PWX would involve our heavyweight champion wouldn't involve uh, a ITV champion tag team champions no nothing you, know, you they, those are champions when you start the season so they are not in it you take eight to twelve guys you have them run matches I mean it takes a little it like takes a little squaring away have them run matches yeah keep keep the tally like evolve you did like wins and losses. Okay. At the end, say in, in say in November, in the November and December show, yeah, you have a playoff. Playoff could be X sixteen. Ooh, so yeah. these people won their way into X sixteen. It could be an eight man, eight Super or twelve man. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And then the winner of that is your champion of the season, and they get a ring. Oh, that's awesome! I like and that. They get a, they get a ring just like a so evolve like does a that national now. champion. No, no, no. Oh. Evolve the when evolve started. Evolve started as a win loss means something. Oh, like that was that was their concept. Is, okay, okay. Is it's a competition base to where you your wins and losses determine determine like your advancement and your opportunities presented later in your okay. career with yeah. the company. What, which wins should they, mean something? And they kind of got away from that. I mean, they still they still keep the concept of like like. It's a fight between two challengers. Yeah, uh, they've they've gotten more into storylines yeah. with it. But I mean, even like we were talking about the other day, or the other a couple of weeks ago when we got back from the New York shows. A shout out! Shout out! I see that. Yeah. Progress oh, New York shirt. Man. You know, we're, all, we're both wearing yeah. our shirts. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Darby Allen and Thatcher match. That match was awesome. There was storyline behind that, but that was still that whole match was based on the competition between Darby. 
Darby and uh, Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and Thatcher put him over because he's leaving and going to Germany for a bit. Yeah. 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 And it's I, I really liked, and I, you know, at first when I saw Darby, I really didn't understand like the character. I didn't understand the Thatcher thing, but then of course, you know, we went out to Baltimore. And then we saw Darby uh, and Thatcher's storyline. And it and the thing is, I never saw any of their storylines until that night. And it made so much sense. Like, you didn't have to watch it week after week after week or month after month to get what was going on between Darby and Thatcher. But the thing is, that, that was a really, really good storyline between Thatcher and Darby. And I thought that final match that they had... Was yeah. super good. Oh yeah. yeah, it was super good. That's, and what, I mean, that's that, what's so good about Evolve. He does that spaceman like arm drag. I'm, I'm, yeah, is it arm drag he does? I can't really remember now, but he does. I the mean, way he runs Darby? Up, Yeah, the way he jumps off the middle top rope and he spaceman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like can, the like, float over type. Not float, It's not a float over. It's just like a springboard over. It's like a spaceman springboard. Yeah, something it's, like that. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what he does. It's crazy. I, I really enjoy. It. But anyways, but yeah, like. That win actually meant something, and you know, hopefully, from going here on out, the this ring will mean something. I, I don't want it. I actually want it to do something. I want it to mean. I, I don't want this ring to just kind of die out, not get over anything. But I think it will get over just solely because you have somebody like yeah, look, look Cody. Who's behind it. Yeah, Cody. And that's the cool thing is when you have somebody with a mind like Cody, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a good thing. Oh yeah. It's gonna. Be, it's really going to open the door for something. It's all about the effort that's put into the idea. And um, I don't know if he's going to. Yeah, I think he's defending the the ring slash belt against Suzuki. Yeah, you're right. Never open heavyweight champion. Yes. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm really, really, really excited. But now you might have to tell me about Suzuki because I don't know much about him. I don't know him. much about him. So I'm going to have to go study him up tonight because somebody told me about it. They're like, did you hear about the match? And I was like, no. And I was watching the video that Cody did. And, of course, the promo is amazing. And um, he was holding the belt. He wasn't holding the ring. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, talking about have, – Have they showed the ring yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It had, do you want me to describe it to you or do you want to yeah. look it up? No, describe it. Okay, so – I'm looking up Suzuki. What the ring is um, – so obviously it's huge. It looks like a championship ring like the Patriots would win in the NFL or NBA and stuff like that. Um, it has a white background with red lettering that says uh, ROH. And then it is bordered by diamonds, what I presume are obviously real. I don't see why they wouldn't. And then on the sides of it are his initials, CR. So... That's what it looks like. Like okay. it's, it's kind of a big, <coughs> excuse me. It's kind of a big ring. Like it's it's huge, dude. It is a huge ring. Okay, not not to step away from the ring. Yeah. But uh, uh, he is the never never open weight champion. Yes. Minor, is it Minoru? Minoru. Minoru Suzuki. Yep, Minoru Suzuki. Uh, coming to Las Vegas to fight. He's twenty five years older. Than Cody Rhodes. Oh, so he's older. Yes. Wow. It's his first his first U.S. match in twenty five years. Wow, that's a pretty big deal then. Very similar to what CZW did when they brought in. Oh uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, I just not disrespect. I just can't remember his name right now. 
I can't remember his name either. It was Tremont versus uh, Anok- Anoki. It wasn't Anoki, no. I don't think. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, DJ. <laughs> sorry, DJ. But, I mean, it did well. That's all that matters. Yeah, but uh, and and then uh, and then uh, they're doing it again in Japanese soil. But that's not what we're talking. We're talking about Ring of Honor. So that's that's before Dishonor. That's Are you 15. sure it's not Onita? Onita. That's yeah. yeah. You're right. Onita. Uh, so apparently, and like I said, so, so apparently Suzuki is a shoot fighter. Yes. Yes, he's so, a shoot fighter. Yeah. So because that was the so big thing saying, about. Uh, Cody talking about putting the belt on the line. He's like, <clears throat> saying, you know, we got to, oh no. I said the word shoot. I said the word, ooh, what's even better? Real. Like, he was like, oh no, can't say that. And he's like, I don't care what you are. I'll stretch you out. He was like, Cody said that? Yeah, he's like, he, oh. yeah, he was like, he's like, I'll stretch you out. And he's like, oh. He's like, at Beautiful. the end of it, you're, I'm going to have you screaming. You're going to say, Cody, hell, you even might call me daddy. <laughs> and I, I got to like, watch that. God. Oh, God, Cody, you cut some damn good oh, promos. Makes me love Cody Rhodes even more. If they brought this Cody back to the, to the WWE, oh, yeah. there's no way, and mock my words, no way in hell anybody would take that title from him. I agree. I could not think. The only person that I could see beating Cody one-on-one with the way that he is right now in, in the indie circuit, uh, AJ, Kevin, if anybody has any questions who Kevin is, it's Kevin Steen or Owens, Owens. whatever you want to call him. And uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, maybe Balor. Oh, yeah, Balor, obviously. Um, like, honestly, that's those are the three guys that I could seriously think of that could take on Cody the way he's running. Like, if Cody brought this ring to the uh, WWE... Well, I mean, yeah, it reinvents him. And yeah. I don't know... Yeah. I mean... I would just love for once to see, like, if he's going to do this mob boss thing that you said, because I like that idea with the whole mm-hmm. ring. If he came, I would love for Cody to come and then actually get some of the main stars yeah. in the WWE as a stable. How long has it been since we've seen a stable with mega stars in it? True. Like, I, I like the, the Miz and the um. Let, let's let's do this, okay? So that's our that, that was our first topic about the ring and everything. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, second one we'll do. I did want to talk about um, something that we haven't seen in the WWE Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, something that hasn't been done in a while, uh, except for the Bullet Club. The Bullet Cl- Club is the biggest thing that we have right now, but. Uh, WWE has a lot to do to change and keep up. Seems like Ring of Honor and it seems like New Japan is doing a lot to do that to keep up with the fans. And WWE does do it, but they're letting loose in other ways. So, my question is, what what if Cody came back to the WWE? And what if uh, when, when Cody comes back, let's say that him, uh, AJ. And Finn Balor came back, and they were a faction. And that's something that the WWE hasn't had. And, and the, the last time that I really feel like there was something of that nature, I know a lot of people would say, I know a lot of people would say the authority, but I don't really consider the authority like megastars. It, were, it was uh, 
You had Big Show and Kane who were like out of their prime. Uh, you had Evolution, but they weren't top stars anymore. Like, um, it, it's just been a while. So if Cody, AJ, and Finn Balor, if they were a stable, like three of the top stars on the same team, it's something we haven't done in a while. Yeah. Um, the problem is, like, judging judging from like first glance, who who could have combat that group? That's the point. Like, take it, it, let me, like make a group. Okay, so this is what and you you're would, talking about all s- smaller guys. Sure, I mean that's the that's the direction that WWE is going. Well, I mean, you could have Braun Strowman. And we just saw Braun Strowman throw Big Show through a cage. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like last night, so you, and that, so, but, the, but the little guys is the direction they're going. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm on Raw, time. yeah, I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> so, um, that, that's what I'm saying though. Like, I would like for them to have some type of faction where they do this. Like, in my opinion, WWE is missing a dominant faction now. I agree with that. And it's it's very well missed. I think it's missed a lot, especially in Raw and SmackDown. Like, uh, I mean, you have tag teams, but they're breaking them up every week. Yeah, the tag team division, they're killing right now. Um, okay, if you had to make a I team, mean, what think, would you make? I, I would think I would go back to Balor and... AJ, and if Cody came? No, no say Cody's I not think, there. I think Balor with uh, Anderson and Gellows. That would be great. Just because they've done it before, it'll pop all the smart marks. You have to think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, they, well. They all had the same look with the leather and jackets and the mm-hmm. color scheme and all that stuff. They can call yeah. it Balor Club. Absolutely, it's, they can. People love it just as much. But, I mean, you can't. Like, they killed the Balor Club worldwide with the Titus O'Neil Enterprise. Yeah. Same concept. So it I don't is. understand. I mean, good for Titus and uh, uh, Apollo and. I kind of like that idea. And Tazawa. I mean, Tazawa, good for yeah. all them. But it's like you, you kind of used up an idea that could work for those guys, and they're running with it, and they're doing well with it. Yeah, yeah. But it would never be what it would would have been if it was Battle Club Worldwide. I mean, I guess you could do this, do the two, but it's like it's like you just separate, you just set up like two somewhat corporations with three people in it. Yeah. A piece. Sure. In the yeah. same in the same company. And they could go and they could battle it out. Uh, the, nah, the talent level. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tazawa and Apollo Crews are two unbelievable talents. We're talking talents, about popularity. But we're talking yeah. about, like, yeah, popularity yeah. and... <laughs> Who can get over Draw power. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The draw is... Does Neville have the title again? Yep. Okay. So, Tazawa, and I was going to touch on that, like, worldwide, Titus Worldwide, mm-hmm. had Tazawa win the championship, and then he lost it, like, two or a week later. Yeah, I think that, I think that that uh, that title win was a way to like make that uh, like give a little rise to that Titus O'Neil Incorporated, whatever it's called. Yeah, like Titus hey, O'Neil we've won Enterprise. the cruiserweight title. Like we have a, we have a title under our belt, and, and Titus could be like, hey, I told you you could win it. Yeah. Now we just got to hold on to it if we can get it back. Like I I, I get that, but um, uh, so <clears throat> I know we've discussed this before, but we didn't really get in depth. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite faction? Now, no, we, we talked about who was the best last time. We didn't ever talk about our favorites. Uh, yeah, I think we did talk about our favorites. Did we? Yeah, because I, I said because I said the Horsemen, 
With, no, we said the Horsemen. We both agreed that the Horsemen was the best faction of all time. Yes, but but did you do you think the original Horsemen? Uh, oh, Ori. or the you talking about? Ori I don't Anderson. think I don't think the original Horsemen were the best faction of all time. You don't think so? No, uh, maybe. I don't. That's hard. That my, is, my favorite Horsemen. Oh, the same was, as mine. Malenko, Flair, Malenko, Benoit, and Pillman. Yeah, is that no, right? No, Pillman wasn't Pillman. in there. Arn. Arn, but Arn gave his spot to Mongo. Oh, I don't know. I didn't like Mongo. Yeah, I don't like Mongo either. But he was in there. Yeah. There's always going to be that one guy in a faction that you just don't like. Was Pillman not a horseman at one time? He was, but he was kicked out. Because uh, Kevin Sullivan and him had that strap match, and then Brian Pillman was like kind of fed up with Kevin Sullivan. Like, in like shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and then he that's when he did Mr. Booker Man type stuff. Yeah, and then okay. he like left and everything, and he just, dude, Pillman went off. Oh, Pillman's amazing. Yeah. Pillman right. was amazing. He was great. Believable. The most, one of the most believable characters in the history of wrestling. Oh, absolutely. That's what made it. That's to me what made that faction so good at that time because he was like a ticking time bomb as they coined him in that faction, and it made it believable. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, yeah, but it's you had, you always had like that ticking time bomb because, well, maybe. I'm trying to think of a ticking time bomb with the. With the faction, with the original Horsemen, yeah. Flair, Arn, Flair, Arn, Tully. Was it Flair, Arn, Tully, and Oli, Oli? Arn, Tully, and Flair? Yeah, the original. And Flair. Yep. So there was really no ticking time on there, unless you count Oli, who would just like who would just jump on people and do a, do your thing. Dutch, you answer the phone right this time. Jesus. So Dutch is trying to answer the phone, right? Something he does not do very well. It's right there. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> introduce introduce our first party for the call-in. So, this is somebody we both know. Okay. Good conversation. Okay. Glenn. What's up, Glenn? How you doing, bud? Glenn. You got him muted? Nope. I do. Sorry. I'm sorry. I had you nope, muted. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I told you, dude. It was my fault. Ball. Yeah. So, Glenn, what's up, dude? Oh, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Uh, we're good, I guess. And I'm glad he called because he can help us out with this uh, conversation. Oh, the the faction? Yeah. What's that? So, have you been listening to the, Did you just tune in? Yeah. Okay. Y'all so, talking about the horsemen? Yes, yes. So the original horseman was Oli, Arn, Tully, and Rick, right? It was Oli, Arn, Tully, Flair, and James J. Dillon. Yeah, well, we forgot about James J. Dillon. Wait, there was five? Well, James J. Dillon was yeah, the manager. James J. was the manager. Okay, okay. He okay. was actually a wrestler, too. So let me yeah. ask this. In your opinion, what uh, is your favorite faction? And then what? how do you feel, or who do you think is the... Best faction. The best faction, I gotta say, is probably the Horsemen, the original Horsemen. And the reason I say that is because, like, with some of these other factions that I've seen, I, I'm gonna tell you like this. I've been a wrestling fan 
since the 80s. Ever since I can remember, I'm an 80s baby. Ever since I can remember, I've been a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. I watched with my granddaddy, with my grandma and granddaddy. So, you know, I didn't see a lot over all these years of watching wrestling. Yeah. And I got to say, the the original Horsemen was my favorite faction. Okay. Because when you mess with one of them, you mess with them all. That's very true, yeah. You you saw Flair taking on, like, tag teams that were a threat to Arn only. And, you know, it was vice versa with the other members. Yeah. You know, they, they were all for one and one for all. And, that, and that's something. That Go ahead, Glenn. Sorry. Yeah, and that was like um, the mentality that to me puts them ahead of everyone else. Because like you see the NWO, they were pretty much like Hogan and Hall Nash's goons. Yeah. And then you see DX, they were pretty much like the New Age Outlaws and X Pac were pretty much Triple H's goons. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was like there you had a brotherhood. Only one I could probably think of that probably. Uh, you could compare it to the horsemen. Yeah. I want to say evolution in their prime, and then after that, probably maybe shield. Really? You would put the shield in the same conversation? And I'm not bashing you. I'm asking. Hold on. I'm you, not, would, you would put I the shield. I better than the horsemen. <laughs> I said they were close to <laughs> See, From the okay. aspect of you mess with one, you mess with all. Yeah. And see, that's what I like about... <sighs> this is how I feel. To me, my favorite faction, obviously, everybody knows, is the NWO. That, that was my favorite one. Uh, I loved Hogan, Nash, and Hall. Oh, I the loved original. The right. very original, because it was the same way. We're the big boys, you're not going to mess with us, right. and we're going to dominate the company itself. Like That's what I liked right. about the original NWO. Um, and obviously, yeah. as, as the year progressed, it got played out, just like DX did. It got played out. And I feel like the horsemen... Yeah. Uh, reinvented itself time and time again, and uh, when it, and even Patrick uh, touched on this, he said that his favorite part of the Four Horsemen was when Malenko and Benoit was in there. That was mine also. Like, yeah, I love. I want to say they were probably the closest ones to like the like the other iterations of the Horsemen. They were probably like the closest ones to being as great as the the originals, in my opinion. In my I, opinion, yeah. yeah. I, I I agree with that. So you think the Four Horsemen is the best faction of all time? And you said your favorite was who? Oh, my favorite. I, I, you probably gonna hate me for this, but no, Nation no, the Domination. Oh, there's oh, no hate on that. I no. love the Nation. I thought the Nation played the nation their part amazing. very well. There, you know, there's yeah, kind the of nation. like an incarnation on PWX almost. <laughs> but it's a, <laughs> like, dude, like. <clears throat> Talking about factions, uh, like for instance, the PWX, the Syndicate. I love how they do their part. Well, I mean, when we created the Syndicate, we were, so we said they're going to be a new age nation, and I love it the way that they play it out and everything. And you know, what's even funny is when you have the leader lose the way that Elijah did. Now it kind of just plays out like, what do you, what do, you do next yeah. from that? Because Darius, I don't know if you uh, watch PWX or not, Glenn, but um, <clears throat> you do, don't you? I'm really not familiar with it. Well, the, uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I know that y'all promotion and all, oh. but I'm not familiar with like How a lot dare of the indie you. things. Glenn, call into our show <laughs> and not have any knowledge about the promotion. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't care. Don't worry. I, like it's like it is. Like I, I try to catch up on like some of the indie shows and stuff. Like if I see them on the internet or if they come on like TV, like access, like with New Japan. 
Yeah. I, I try to catch it as much as possible, but, like, like there's so many, like, you know, I, I know the ones that I hear of all the time. Mm-hmm. So and then there are, like, so many others that, you know, I, like, somebody will tell me about it, and, like, I'm like, I never heard of that promotion before, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. you know, I know some of the stars that you may be, you know, referring to. Yep, yep, absolutely. Or whatever, but, it's, no, but, like, not that I don't like your promotion or anything, it's just I never <laughs> got a chance to catch it, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Don't worry, he thinks it's trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Glenn, what's your topic today, yeah. man? What you got for us, brother? You always bring good stuff to the table. Um, okay. Well, you know, I'll just explain, you know, how long I've been a wrestling fan and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, back in the day, you know, you had the territories in the WWF, right? Okay. All right. You fast forward to the 90s and you got the Attitude Era, right? Okay. So you fast forward past the Attitude Era in the Monday Night War, yep. and you get the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yep. All right. Then you fast forward to now. Okay. Where you where it, what is it called the PG Era or is it still called the uh, Reality Era? It's kind of in like, the WWE. It's kind of like PG slash Reality Era. Okay. Yeah, it's kind uh, of like both at one time. It, okay. Well, with all of those eras. Do you do you think that it's like history repeating itself? Because like people say, "Oh, I don't watch wrestling anymore because of it. there's no more Attitude Era," or "I'm waiting on the second coming of the Attitude Era." In my opinion, like the Attitude Era came, the second Attitude Era came with the Ruthless Aggression Era. I agree with that. What you're saying and because the Ruthless Aggression that, Era was great. I really yeah. enjoyed it. So like now with the Reality Era or the PG Era. We're back to the days of like the NWA and the WWF. Yeah. Where like wrestlers are more like gimmicks or characters now and they represent, uh, they're like a brand or a symbol of something now. Yeah. And stuff where like back in the day, like Hulk Hogan stood for, you know, everything that was great about America and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you see that now in the WWE, in the WWE with like certain uh, wrestlers, like they're, character gimmicks brands now yeah yeah and you know a lot of fans you know some fans are off and on some stay are steady like myself and like you pop you guys probably also yeah that have watched wrestling for a period of time you know i was just wondering if it's like the same thing that i'm seeing are you guys seeing too i think this is what i think is going on right now i really feel like and it seems like we're bringing this up uh, a lot recently, but I'm okay with bringing it up because the promos are that good. I feel like Reigns and Cena, they're testing stuff out right now. I feel like they're gauging between those two uh, megastars right now on their show. Um, With Cena and Reigns kind of coming out, calling each other out and everything, and the way their promos are going, I I really feel like this is something they're testing out. I just don't yeah. see them bantering this way and it not lead up to something else for the company itself because you have the franchise player, like, you know, people call uh-huh. Cena that, and then you have Roman Reigns who's supposed to step in and be the next guy in the WWE and carry the company. But the thing is, how is it going to play out? And that's what I want to see is I'm yeah. ready to see exactly what this is going to lead into because I do feel like this could lead into – a different era that we're watching. I feel like 
that WWE is kind of, they're not, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're not, they're not in a bad spot, but they're not in a good spot. They're just in yeah. the middle right now. They're treading water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, treading water. That's a good way to put it. And I feel like they're like, you know what? We need to do something. And I think that's what they're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. Especially um, with all the talent that they're bringing in. Like, NXT yeah, has a flood of like, talent. It's insane. And they just yeah. brought Bobby Roode back, I mean, to SmackDown. So, like I yeah. said, I, I feel like they're trying that was something. That another thing, too. Like, you know, like, back in the 80s, like, you know, like, with the promotions during the 80s, they were trading talent. You know, you you didn't know who you were going to see yeah. where and stuff. And it was, like, a big deal when you saw these guys. In one promotion, and then in another promotion, mm-hmm. and yeah. now you're sitting there all again with like the indie promotions. They sort of represent like territories almost. Yeah, and you know they got the talent that they're bringing into WWE. It's like the big umbrella, sort of like the NWA was or WCW. Yeah, they're bringing all these talent in and stuff, and it's like I'm seeing. It, I'm like, man, that's like this, like basically what it was in the eighties. Yeah. I'm like, you know, most people don't. They look at me like. What the hell are you talking about? You know, when I mentioned that to him and stuff, like, I just had to see if, like, a constant wrestling fan was seeing the same thing that I was seeing and yeah. stuff. No, I, I see where you're going with the um with the territories, and then you have different people coming in. That's how I view it, because when I look at it, with NXT picking yeah. up all this talent, you know, they have Adam Cole, uh, Fish, yeah. uh, O'Reilly. Um, who else yeah. did they just bring in? They brought... Um, Who's the other person they just brought in? Donovan Dijak. Uh, Leo yeah, Rush. Dijak. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Um, they have all kinds of people. And these are people all around the world. Like, yeah. And I'm super stoked to see what this talent is going to do. It, it, it's kind of territorial. It really is. Like, yeah. You have people all around the world that's joining NXT, and they're just kind of dispersing them from Raw and SmackDown and see how it works. Like, um, Yeah. The one thing that sucks is we don't have Ty Dillinger right now. He's kind of just faded away. Yo, like, what happened to him? He went to SmackDown. That's, That's what happened. happened. He, he should have stayed on NXT, my, in my personal belief. Yeah. He should have won the title and had a run with that. Mm-hmm. But he never did. Yeah. Called him up too soon, I believe. Way yeah. too soon. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. my take on it is I think we're seeing an evolution of like the wrestling business in a sense uh, that, well, we're seeing the evolution of the wrestling business that brings back memories from each part, like each part of history that uh, it's either, I think it's either because we are searching for that nostalgia aspect of it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that it's it, it, it actually a piece of business that they're doing now that worked in the past that they're bringing back. Now, talking about the attitude era and the reckless aggre- or ruthless aggression. Yeah. Um, we'll never see that again because people get offended too easily. Of course they do. So that's and that that if you if you want to know the single handed thing that keeps WWE from going back to that style is because of how easily people are offended. Yeah, and they're and they're so yeah. scared they're going to offend someone. Uh, with yeah. I agree I agree to a certain extent with the uh, bringing in talent and like there there is uh, I think that the indie boom that's going on right now is a direct. Uh, is directly affected to WWE doing the PG rating thing. Yes. I think that yeah. gives people that are our age in their 30s and 40s that remember that were in their teens through that era 
like that that gives them that nostalgia back to they can go to these indie shows and see all these guys and every time that that WWE or NXT picks up these indie guys it just adds on to that because yeah. now you're seeing these guys and I think that the what were you talking about when we were talking about or when you guys were talking about the the talent that it's, they keep pulling in et cetera yeah. et cetera I think that that is a direct representation of uh, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon's belief and Triple H's beliefs. Okay. I think Vince McMahon wants to build everything himself. Mm-hmm. Wants to break people down that were popular on other on other areas and other in other companies. Yeah. Because he wants to build them so he can take credit for it. That's the that's that's the rumor, and we've seen that consistently done. When people come in. Yep. And then Triple H. I don't think Triple H cares. I think Triple H just wants to make money and wants to make the product better than it's ever been. It's so. It's like Triple H look at looks at it as a whole versus what Vince doesn't look at as a whole. He's like he just looks at it. It's his universe. Yeah. But that's that's the thing is that Triple H came from the era of like you build your name elsewhere and then come here and make make a make a name yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah. To where Vince was yeah. Vince came from we make stars here. Yes. Like nobody knows you when you're working. Like, nobody knows you around the world when you're working in uh like mid south mm-hmm. or I mean which I mean the closest thing to it would be would have been NWA. Yeah. But when you're working Smoky Mountain or down in Dallas or in Florida, the, you're not you're not a na- you're not a national name. You you've done well in your territory. You weren't I bring time. you here to make you a star. Yeah, and I think he's kept that he's kept that mantra and kept that like ideology through his booking and through his yeah. talent uh, acquisitions moving forward. Yeah, I think Hunter Ooh. is more along the lines of, listen, you've you've made a name for yourself. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to carry that name. Yeah, and build your star even bigger because you've already done the hard work for yeah. us. So basically, like you show up. Because I mean, think if you think about it, you bring somebody in, like yeah. like Dijak. Dijak isn't a isn't a huge name. No. A lot of people that are are like Marks or not not even Marks, like smart to the independent scene mm-hmm. or follow a good bit of independence, or have seen Ring of Honor or have followed Beyond or uh, like Evolve or yeah. he's been in Progress. He's been other places. They they know who Donovan Dijak is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot of WWE people don't. Yep. So you're gonna have to build him. I but didn't know bring, who he was until we saw that show. But you bring Hero in, yep. and everyone knows Hero. Yep. And now you don't have to build a star. You can just put this guy out on television, and and it draws ratings. It really does. Yeah. Like that's so easy. That makes it. That makes life so much easier when you're trying to put together talent, manage, and all this and that. And I think that I think the one person that changed that was AJ. Yeah. I think when they put AJ out, who has been in TNA like his entire career, built the company yeah. literally, and then and then went and helped build New Japan back up. Yeah, and like has relevant, never has yeah. never been mentioned on WWE television, never been like related to, never been mentioned, never been uh, like discussed. Yep. And he shows up at Royal Rumble and gets the biggest pop of the night, probably of the year. And then so far. they realize, oh, yeah, <laughs> they realize, oh. These guys make names for themselves, and we can we can like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Take advantage of that without having to spend money and time and effort into trying to create their character and build them up. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the reason that like Balor, when Balor came up, they they held on, they held off 
to his uh like to his demon gimmick. Yeah, yeah. They held off on it until it was the right time to put it out there. Yep. And I think that's uh people loved it. That's why Gellows and Anderson showed up. That's why O'Reilly, Fish, and Cole, Cole mm-hmm. show up on NXT when you got all these people that have worked so hard to get there and they show up on top. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so much easier to, to take advantage of the names that people have already built to, yeah. to put in their time and effort, and you don't have to pay them for that. Yep. And now you're paying them, and you're making even more money because you get even more people watching, and you get even more people getting the WWE Network to see them make their debut. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's, it's the way business works now, and I think that's the transition from the mindset of Vince to the mindset of Hunter. Even when To take Hunter, advantage of people's history as opposed to creating their own history when they get into WWE. Yeah, and even Hunter, um, I want to touch on Eric, Eric Young, because he he was one of the guys when they brought in. I'm sure Vince was like, I don't know how he's going to play out, but obviously uh, Hunter saw a lot of prospect or a lot of potential in him. Yeah, and the Eric's way he, amazing. Yeah, and the way he brought him in with the group that he's in, Sanity, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I think it's probably his best role he's ever done, and that's the thing that Hunter does. <laughs> that you mentioned and you touched on is Hunter's like, you have you, you're, you're a schizo. Yeah. And I want you to be the biggest schizo you could ever be. I want you to be crazy. I want you to do you the best. And you know what? I'm going to give you the platform. I just need you to dance. Well, it goes, it goes back to, and we're getting a little off topic, but it goes back to NXT when it first started. Yeah. And it's evolved with everything else. It's gotten it's gotten 10 times better than it was when it first started. It really has. If you watch those first mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. But what this is what I this is what I said is going to be I mean granted it's not now because of, because WWE pulls from Ring of Honor so that's going to keep Ring of Honor alive. Mm-hmm. But this would be the death of Ring of Honor and evolve and other places. Obviously that didn't happen because they've instead of instead of that mindset of uh, take over destroy yeah. Triple H is yeah. like take over, partner, and 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 build like build build an empire, an empire. Yeah, like instead of destroying your instead of destroying the other castles, you partner with the other castles and build an even stronger army. Absolutely, and, and that's I, what he's done, and that's yeah. what he's done. That's what they've done. I'm not, I don't know necessarily it's him. I'm sure it's solely his idea. But Absolutely. the only reason that Ring of Honor and Evolve are still alive. Is because he, because WWE picks and chooses who they want from them and probably helps them out in a sense of giving them the notoriety they do in DVDs, in stories. Like this person came from Ring of Honor. You really this think person so? Came from, yes, because what what does NXT do? What did NXT do, NXT do when they first started? They give you the wrestling of Ring of Honor. Yeah. With a better production value than they will ever put out. Absolutely. Ever. Yeah. Okay. So what makes Ring of Honor the best? Or what made Ring of Honor the best? The wrestling. The wrestling. Yeah. Now NXT gives you that same exact wrestling. With better production. With better production value yeah. on a bigger scale. Okay. Yeah. How are Which you, is how, true. How yeah. are you going to fight that? You're right. And that's something I always get in a uh, little verbal altercation. And I know Glenn sees it too. But, um, you know, I love the style of wrestling NXT brings. I love it. And it's yeah. almost like I'm watching NXT and I'm like, well, why do I need to watch anything else? NXT yeah. is what I love. Yeah. The production is there. I know the wrestlers. The wrestling is amazing. It's not bullsh- uh, bullcrap stories. Like, and they give you, they give you, a, they give you a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's and, the beauty. That's the best yeah. thing about NXT that a lot of people overlook because a lot of people will look into those five star matches. 
those matches like Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. Or Tyler or Breeze. Tyler Breeze. That was a great match. Or yeah. uh, when uh, Balor won the title in uh, yeah. in Japan. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Those big moments. But if you sit down and you watch NXT for a consistent basis, like for like a month, like it touches everything that you need in professional wrestling. It does. Through a, through a broadcast. And the, a good thing about it too, and uh, Glenn, uh, chime in any time while I'm saying this. I feel like when uh-huh. I watch, because you're as old school as me and Patrick, you don't need a promo to tell a story. No. You tell a story in no. the ring, and I feel like NXT does that very damn well. Yes. Especially yeah, with Drew McIntyre. Yes. Drew McIntyre has literally built his storylines in the ring. Wrestling. I, yeah, yeah. Wrestling, absolutely. And I think it's beautiful. Same thing with Shinsuke. I think um, yeah. he... he he doesn't know that much English. He really doesn't. So he has yeah. to go out there and prove his point in the ring. Eric Young, same thing. He has to go out there and prove a point. AJ does yeah. not have to say a word. Does not. Yes. But what does I he agree. do? Like, he's one of the he best in, in the ring. Match. Yeah, yeah. It's he's a. They're just so good in the ring. That's what something that NXT does very well is they don't have to. Like that's what I like yeah. about NXT is there's not a lot of promos, and that's no. what I like. I yeah. like to see the wrestling. That's the point of me and, tuning in. And when there is a promo, there's something huge with it. Yeah, 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 it yeah. It means something. Absolutely. Yep. I, I like that. Yeah. I, I really like NXT. Now, would you, Glenn? Would you watch NXT over an indie promotion? Would I watch NXT over an indie promotion? It depends on which any promotion it is. Any. Anything. Any of them. I would have to say, yeah. No? Because, like, I was, I was saying I would have to say yes to that. Oh, yeah. Because, okay. like, uh, they have, like, pretty much, when I watch NXT, I feel like it is an indie promotion, but it's just mm-hmm. a... Like you said, a better production value and stuff. I love the small. And like a lot of a lot of NXT stars are nothing more than former indie stars that just got signed with the WWE. Yep. And they're coming in. They're doing the same thing that they were doing on the indie scene. Yeah. So I gotta say, yeah to that. Yeah. What about you, Pat? Um, but the question was if watch NXT over indie promotions. Yeah, with what they have, what they've been yeah, doing. I think so because. <laughs> It shows you the. It show, it's because it's the it's the WWE machine. Yes. So, uh, like the problem with indie you promotions, feel like it's the even, cogs? even PWX to a certain extent, yeah, is the production value. Mm-hmm. It's it's entertainment. It's yeah. television. Yep. You have like you, you the action can be so only so good to draw your attention. I think just like if if you watch your favorite TV show. Say okay. Game of Thrones. Okay. I love Game of Thrones. Me too. <laughs> but what makes Game of Thrones, the acting's amazing. Yes. But what makes Game of Thrones the most impressive show on TV is the visuals. Very much so. And the way that it is produced and shot. Especially with all those Ikea rugs yeah. on them. And that's, yeah. And that's. <laughs> Seriously, their capes are Ikea rugs. And that's, uh, <laughs> like, that's the. That's what's that's that's what's different. That's the difference. The main difference. No matter how hard you try, no matter at any of our pay per views that we do with PWX, no matter how hard you try, yeah, you always 
you all you're always going to be second fiddle to any WWE product. Yeah. Even the UK tournament. Yeah. That they put minimal production behind. Yep. Looks ten times better than any any independent wrestling company out there. <laughs> Isn't that sad? And it's and it and it's budget. It's uh like assets. Yep. And just like professional, but not professionalism is not the right word. Uh, just the uh, the people behind it. The work. Like when you when you're that big, you can get the best of the best. Yeah. And uh, that I think that's what that's the big thing about. I would rather watch NXT over and above. Like, I mean, that's I mean that's hard. It is a hard because question. Then but you the... watch because then you watch like uh, now you know PWG. how Glenn feels. <laughs> then you watch PWG. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Glenn, I don't know if you've ever seen PWG. Who has Who's that? PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, out of Reseda, California? No, I never heard of that. Oh, looked, either, that looked that up on YouTube. Looked Ebola? that up on YouTube. I will. Yeah, Ebola was this past weekend. Yeah. So, uh, Glenn, me and you will link so up and we'll PWG, talk to you about it. Like, P- people right, at PWG you. have amazing looking uh, graphics for their DVD covers. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's what kind of lifted him above. But their at, they, they, their atmosphere is ridiculous, and their fan base is ridiculous. They yeah. file they file they file five hundred people in a little VFW hall, and it's the most <laughs> insane shows you'll ever see in your entire life. And they rock the joint. Oh, and it's like a big party, and oh. they they put minimal production behind it. Yep. Like don't like they used to put a lot more production behind it than they do now, and they sell more now than they did back then. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, I mean it's just it's a niche thing. It's a, yeah. But I think over over and above on a big scale, I think the production value of NXT and, and Ring of Honor is trying. They're trying so hard, they bringing really in those are, yeah. screens, and they got fireworks now, and they have fog that shoots up or the dry ice stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, g- give them credit; they're trying. Yeah. But once again, yeah, when you have the best of the best, your stuff's going to look better than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the big difference when when an NXT opening video shows like you put an NXT opening video beside me. And a Ring of Honor opening video beside of me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching NXT before I keep watching Ring. Because of Honor. the production value is so good. Yeah, just because it looks, its perception is reality. Absolutely. When you perceive that this this company's got better, I mean, if you watch, and the, something like, looks and, backyard, and you're not gonna like, watch it. Yeah, this is getting like really deep into production, and that's my key. That's my deal. But if you watch an opening video, and this opening video can take ten times worse wrestlers than this opening video. But you make those wrestlers look more amazing in this video than you do in the other video. Yep. You're going to keep watching the video uh-huh. that makes them look like looks like they're like they're amazing. Absolutely. And I think that's what like not not to harp on Ring of Honor. That's what Ring of Honor is losing. Yeah. Ring of Honor is so really? caught up in how let's see let's make this let's book these arenas that look nice. Yes, I have noticed. Let's that. Let's spend money on these places that look nice. Yeah. But if you can't capture. That arena, the way it should be shot. Yep. Then you're spending money just to spend money. Yep. I remember. Um, Why don't you just go do TV like, uh, like ECW used to do in the ECW arena yep. in Philly? And what carried them? And, Their storytelling in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. But that. But yeah. like now is not like then. No, and I want to. Then get, you get that punk rock look like yeah. ECW had, and people can jump on it. Yep. Yep. Like when you when when Ring of Honor chose that avenue to go uh-huh. to go to, to, for Sinclair Broadcasting to buy them to go this TV deal to go like solely for national audience television. Yeah, you have to you have to bring it like you WWE really do. does. And honestly, the way they keep going, Sinclair could eventually sell it because every two or three months, Glenn, what do we see on our page? 
Sinclair and WWE are in talks again. Why? Because oh, yeah. they, WWE wants to buy them. Well, if they bought Ring of Honor, it, all they are is a poor man's NXT. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no reason to buy unless, unless you. The only reason you well, would buy Sinclair them, wants well, to get Ring out. Well, Ring of Honor, or WWE's never owned any of their developmental ter- ter- territories. No. They don't own Evolve. No, they don't. They never. They didn't own Deep South. They mm-hmm. didn't own. Uh, what's the one in Louisville? They owned, uh, they owned one, Southpaw Regional. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they didn't own... Cheddar uh, Cheddarman is the man. <laughs> OVW. They didn't yeah. own OVW. No. They funded... FCW. Yeah, they funded. They did. No, they didn't own FCW. That's what I'm they, saying. They never funded they don't FCW. Own, so they can they can fund Ring of Honor as a developmental, but they don't yeah. have to own it. Yeah. But if they if they bought it, like people say they, they're going to buy it and put it on the network. Why? What, Ring of Honor? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. There's no yeah. reason. If they buy it, they're buying it for their library. That's what they're going to do eventually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean, and then and then you'd have no Ring of Honor. No, you wouldn't because why would you want to watch it then? That's like, well, mm, well this is kind of done. Yeah, I mean, all they're going to do is show you. But, but yeah, they, they do that now. John Cena down there in Ring of Honor. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> like, they, hand, they give Ring of Honor some money every time they use them in a Kevin Owens DVD. Yes, they do. Or AJ Styles DVD. Yeah. Or, I mean, so it, there's no... It, it's just, like you said, when it comes down to it, production value is something that's very key in the wrestling business today. If you go and you had Backyard Wrestling and WWE produced it, like you said, it'd be beautiful. It oh, would. Yeah, yeah. It, agreed. It, you said 10 times worse wrestlers versus... But, but WWE make you believe in what you're watching. And you could be watching Kenny Omega yeah. and the other one, but if it's a cell phone shot view, who cares? Yeah. If it's if and the that, value and that there goes back and that goes back to what I was talking about before, I, not meaning to, is why why would you buy Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor spends the money to build your future stars? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to. You're like, well, no, let them keep doing what they're doing. Whether they're making money or losing like, money, it doesn't matter. Just like WWE, I know for a fact is waiting for for their chance to get Kenny. They're just waiting. They're like, all right, well, we'll get him when we can. Yeah. Like everybody wants to see see the V trigger. In that ring. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful move. We're all yeah, waiting but what, for But what most people don't know is he's been there before. What, WWE? Yeah. I didn't know that. He was in development, developmental in Deep South yep. in Georgia. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. That's something. I didn't know that until I started researching a lot of stuff, too. Like, a lot of. He was there before. A lot before of indie he... stars that the WWE has interest in, they've been in their development before. Well, just, yeah, like, I didn't even know Dave Rod had been in WWE before his, you know, yeah. run the last time. Yeah. Oh my wow! So even um, most people don't know this either, but the Young Bucks—they were on SmackDown at one point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I think they imitated DX. Yep. Yes, they did. Yep, and uh, and they had a tryout. Yep, and a lot That's of where people. The whole handshaking thing with Booker T came into play. What do you mean? Yeah, like Booker T said, they didn't shake. They were little punks because they didn't shake hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. started the whole. Okay. Deal. Yeah, yeah. That was their first big social media thing. Oh, the handshake. Yeah. And they took, just, then they took a picture shaking his hands. Both of them shaking his hands. <laughs> of course they would. Dude, they'll turn anything into a positive. Oh, yeah. And that's, a, and that's another thing, too. Like we were talking about on our uh, previously with the uh, Ring of Honor, with the actual ring quotations yeah. of honor. You know, when you have somebody that's a genius in the business, I mean, was it Nick and Matt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those dudes, man. Oh, they, they can know, produce. They know, how, they know how to make money. They, I was gonna say, they know how to draw, and that's the thing. Like WWE knows how to draw. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Ring of Honor knows how to draw to a, an extent. 
New Japan knows how to draw in Japan. But WWE they know how to draw in America too. Yeah, well, they're starting to like they're starting to dip in a lot now. Um, but WWE knows how to dip in globally. True, they really do. And th- th- this is what the point that I'm making. They could go to South Africa next week. They'll pack that building out. Oh yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no like nobody can touch their global market. No, it's perfect. And that's that's what that's what people don't understand is TNA has a global market yeah. better than their U.S. market. And I know people right I now. We talked about that yeah. before. And people are like, "Oh no, WWE's failing because they got rid of pyros." Oh no, no, no. no. That's not. because they don't want to set up pyro off. every time. Yeah, I mean, like they're only going to do pyro for like, big matches. Like you now. go set up, go set up a, a PWX show, and then wait till after the show's over, and you got to break everything down and load it into a, into a truck. And fun. you're like, I don't want to use Pyro anymore either. <laughs> yeah. I bet like, we don't like, use we Pyro, but here. yeah, it's like, I don't even put that damn screen up because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put, I don't want to break it down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it, it really <laughs> does. Like it, it really boils down to, it's not boiling down to that. They need money. Trust me. They would be making other budget cuts, not Pyro. Pyro is not going to save them <laughs> that much money. Like it's I mean, really Pyro, Pyro almost like visually Pyro is almost outdated. It is. Like, I don't really care to see Pyro. How many, how many, think, con- think about how, this. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. How many concerts have you been to in the last three years that use Pyro? Wow, none, I think. I don't think anybody uses Only pyro. Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah, Motley Crue likes to kickstart yeah. my heart, baby. Woo! <laughs> nobody. Like, yeah. nobody. It's, they're so, you can do so much more visually with screens. Here we go. How about this? Glenn, you still play uh, WWE 2K? Yeah. Okay. How long has it been since you've put Pyro on your created wrestler? I never really even thought about it. Like, are we counting out? Like, wait, wait. Are we, are we counting out? Uh, like, I hear the witch and everything, but like, <laughs> I never really put like power to it or anything like that. I didn't really. Glenn, don't really lie. Don't lie. Matter. Everybody. I promise you, I did. <laughs> Everybody used to use the Randy Orton power curtain when they came out <laughs> and posed time. in front of it. Everybody. Like, my whole thing was, like, <laughs> trying to make my character stronger so I could beat somebody, actually. Yeah. But, exactly. like, I really wasn't. You're like, I'm not, like, spending, I really wasn't, I'm not spending 30,000 yeah. credits on a damn pyro. <laughs> on a, on a exactly. pyro. Doesn't help me at all. No. It just looks cool, but it doesn't help me get that win. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm going to lose in style. But... But that's, that's, like buying, that's like buying rims in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, it's like, so it does pointless. Nothing. Like, who cares? It's like real life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not spending that much money. I'm not spending that much on rims. Like, <laughs> you buy me another T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm gonna get this hat because I'm gonna be able to see it every time. Exactly. Or I'm gonna go get an extended clip on my gum so I can keep shooting people. Like, when John sees me online, I'll look good in this hat. <laughs> he he gonna look at my rims. <laughs> but that's an. I'm glad you said that. Like. Pyro is just really not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's outdated. And um, and everything's visual. And Pyro, most people don't know this, Pyro throws off the focus of the cameras. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Now I know. Any change, any quick change in light, oh, as yeah, you know by the yeah, lights shining yeah. in the camera. I never realized that until you just said that. But yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I'm surprised they didn't get rid of Pyro sooner, though. Like, you know, when I think back... Like when the Undertaker got caught on fire from the pyro. No, oh, yeah. I'm surprised that it isn't there. It's only burned like three people. <laughs> so yeah. it's almost like um, you know who this is, Al Michaels. He um, speaking of pyro, he even said uh, pyro inside of a building is the most pointless thing that you can ever do. 
Yeah. Well, one, you have to sit there. That's why WWE always, when they do their pyro, they go to commercial. Uh. And they're like, welcome to SmackDown. Boom, 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 boom. All right, and when we're back, blah, blah. You got to get that smoke cleared. Yep. Like, oh, and, uh, WCW didn't. Was that no WCW is like we don't care we're don't we dude. want this to look like a like a <laughs> like pool hall yeah they yeah. didn't care dude and now I remember at one yeah. point in time when WCW went to um, two hour special mm-hmm. the first two weeks that they did it it doesn't matter if they were in the middle of a match when they were like all right we're live second hour. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, like, the wrestlers yeah. stop, and they're looking. They're like, are you serious right now? They're shooting off pyro. And then, like, they stop the match, watch the pyro for ten minutes, and they're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> like, Game it, just, <laughs> it just didn't make sense. <laughs> what was it they yelled in uh, yeah. Wayne's World? What's that, in Wayne's World? Uh, where, the, like, the car comes. The car! Oh, my. And, they, and they pull the, pull the hockey, street hockey can <laughs> yeah. off. Game on, game on. So it's just like the wrestlers are like, ooh, pyro. All right, we're done. Like, <laughs> but I, I think like, yeah, it, it's it doesn't matter anymore. Like pyro yeah. is it? Like you said, it's outdated. I don't even know why we're talking about pyro so much. Because that's dumb. It's stupid, and it's it's I a nice it. topic. I love it. It's all Glenn's fault. That's why. Yeah, Glenn, it's your fault, Glenn. <laughs> you do you do realize every time we talk to you, we get carried away. No matter what we're talking about, it's because of you. Yeah, and, but, uh, and if it's not if it's not because of you, we're going to blame it on you. Regardless, because <laughs> you're on the phone and we and him face to face. So, Glenn, I appreciate wow. you calling in, man. Uh, Always a pleasure. You have uh, any final Are words? You, uh, any? Final? Hey, I'm still waiting on anybody to come in, man. Chill with you guys. Oh yeah, I told Dutch. Uh, how about this? You free next week? Yeah. All, right. All right. Next week it is. Next week we're saying it now. We're something Special nice. We're gonna be on video, Glenn. hopefully. Glenn the man. All right. He's the All historian right, yeah, of the nineties. I'll see you next week, man. Yes, I promise sir. I will be there. Sounds good. All right, brother. Take it easy, man. All right, you too, man. Oh, it's always fun talking to Glenn. Dude, he always brings up topics. We were dead in the water, and he's like, what up, guys? And we're like, what up, dude? Like, every time, dude, I love talking to Glenn. Especially, like, if we have a question, he's like our lifeline. Yeah. Please tell me who is in this. Oh, blah, 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 blah. There you go. It's like, thank you. Dude, what thank if you. we had Bobby and Glenn in here? Oh, my God. We can't do it, because when we get the bigger space in, in like, a couple months. And then we'll we could do, do a trivia thing with them. We could. Oh, yeah. We could do, like, uh, like 15 questions. Whoever yeah. wins. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Oh, not trying to give anything away, but uh, we will be doing something on the page that's something similar to that, which is going to be pretty pretty awesome. So I'm re- really ready to see something like that, uh, like have a trivia on here with Glenn and Bobby, because I'm super excited to see who is the historian of wrestling. <laughs> Dude, I'm just... her. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. That's the four-year-old virgin, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anytime they call Steve Carell does anything, he's like, "Hurt." <laughs> but I, I think that would be a really nice little battle right there. I agree. I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm gonna go with my boy Glenn. I think he's got you, Bobby. If you're listening right now, I think Glenn's got you. Ooh, then I'm gonna go with Bobby. You're gonna go with Bobby. Yeah. I'm gonna stay in Glenn's corner. I'm gonna be the Paul Heyman for him. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. His yeah. uh, what's Paul Heyman to Brock Lesnar? His advocate. Advocate. Yeah. You're going to be Glenn's advocate. I'm going to be his advocate, and then you can be, be Bobby Bobby's, the Brain Heenan for Bobby. Bobby's manager. <laughs> you're going to be Bobby. I'm going old school. I'm just going to be his manager. <laughs> or you could be his coach. 
as Bobby Bobby the Brain Heenan did that works one too. time. Yeah, that He's works. Like, but I, I'm like, oh god, you got me pumped on this, dude. Let's see, we can do it. I'm. I don't so know that we're gonna do it next week. No, 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 not next week. When we get like, to the studio, yeah, well, we're gonna have Glenn in the studio next week. Yeah, Glenn will well, be. We might. Well, we we could possibly be doing this live after after Bobby hears this. He's gonna be like, "Can I come on, dude?" And we're gonna have to be like, "Sorry, Bob's, we can't do it because we only have three headphones, and then you couldn't be a part of the show." So, Bobby, if you're listening, you can't be on the show next week, but you could be on the show after that if we don't enjoy Glenn more than we enjoy you. Which I'm just kidding. We we still love you, dude. We're we. <laughs> We're not going to push you away. You Agreed. Good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get pissed off because the dog tore up something <laughs> in the bathroom. The dog is uh, it's, it's asking for forgiveness, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to get it. Yeah. So, All right, uh, so you want to do your 30-second recap? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, my God. There was like there a lot. Yeah. You, you got some work to do. Oh, crap. Okay, here we go. Let's see if I can do this. All right. Let me get the 30-second recap. You ready to roll? Let's do it. All right. In three, two, go. Where do I start? <laughs> I don't know. Yet. Okay, so I still believe that Cody is the end-all, be-all of wrestling right now, baby. I think the Ring of Honor thing uh, could actually be kind of cool. Let's see where he goes. The mob boss, as Patrick put it. Yep. Uh, I do think that NXT is probably the best pure wrestling that I can that I watch. Ten seconds. Uh, no one cares about Pyro. And... Uh, Make sure to tune in tonight to SmackDown to watch Shelton Benjamin, baby. Done. What's his interest music? Not, ain't no stopping me now. <laughs> <laughs> Good I wish job, it was. Dutch. Good job. <laughs> As always, guys, you can catch us live every Tuesday. We're going to have something different for you next week. We're not going to tell you what it is, but we're going to have something different for you. Mm. I mean, it might be twitching a little. I like it. But, I mean, we'll announce it over the weekend. Okay. And we'll put it out there okay. on our non-social media page because mm-hmm. we don't have a Facebook page. No. No, I, we don't. We should probably create one. I don't know. I'll probably get more followers than Twitter. True, true. Okay, I'll create one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uh, you can call in and go to triptychmedia.com backslash WF show. That's T-R-I-P-T-Y-K media.com backslash WOF show to see uh, our dates and time. Uh, and give it, and you can get the phone number there to call in. But yeah, follow us on Twitter at Open Forum Show. We'll have a, I guess we'll have a Facebook page before this time next week. I think we will put it out there because we got to put out our live stream. We're gonna Absolutely. try that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and thank you to Sai, who's our John Cena. It was really low. Uh, he yeah. did it. He's a, he's a, he's way in the back in the in the studio. He's he's ready for bed. And uh, damn Odie. Who has been nothing but wild and crazy while we've been doing this? This entire show. That's the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is what you do uh, until we get the new space. The new space is gonna be so nice. Yes, but that's all I got. Me too. I thought I had something, but I'm off. No, you you totally just I think my pre-workout's wearing off. Yeah, mine is too. Don't worry. I'm fading fast. <laughs> I still gotta fading drive. Fast. I know. I gotta work. Dude, oh, I'm off. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. No, I got to work tonight on stuff. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you do got to work on stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, guys, so if you well, look, we if you PWX coming up, in, yeah. we'll do, we'll do a little shout-out real quick. We will. We are, we're going to do a PWX show the week of. You said September 16th, right? September 16th. So we got two weeks, I believe, a little over two weeks. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Two weeks. No, is it next weekend? Uh, yeah, it's next weekend. 
Uh, yes. Really? It's like three, 12 days. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So next week we'll do some PWX stuff Ooh, with yeah. Lynn, who has oh, never yeah. heard of PWX. We get to edumacate him. We'll edumacate him. So, like always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you get If you missed it, uh, and you're not listening now, but if, if you do miss it, you can check it out on Wednesdays mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. iTunes at midnight. starts up. So check it on iTunes, Wrestling Open Forum. And, yeah, that's it. And if this was your first time, hope to God you listen to us again. It won't be your last. No, it won't because we're going to do it again and yeah. again and until again. you literally say we don't want you anymore, and then we'll stop. Then we'll keep doing it because <laughs> it's fun. We'll do it secretly. That's what it's all about. Yeah. We'll just secretly post it. And like, Son of a yeah, we missed it again. But, hey. It is what it is. I have fun doing it. Heck yeah, dude. So. How drugged down were we and we still did it? Yeah, we did it. That's that's called putting in work. Putting in work. I like that. What happens when you put in work, Si? Well, Benjamin's? Franklin's. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yep, Benjamin Franklin's. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So for Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, this is Dutch. We're out.